Building an indie business in the center of venture capital, I am Alex Edmonds, also known as Supreme Rumham on the internet, and this is the Building an Indie Business Podcast. Okay, <laughs> let's get started. So today I wanted to discuss the open podcast email list and how I've been growing it. So I'm going to give you the types of sign-up forms that I've been using. I'm going to be talking about, or yeah, the types of sign-up forms or sign-up methods. Let's just say that. Um, the advantages of them, the problems, um, whether each one is invasive or not, and a few other things about each one. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, the first one that I, yeah, the first method that I have been using to grow the email list is pop-ups. So I have two kinds of pop-ups. I have the exit pop-up when someone clicks attempts to exit, like go to the the URL bar in that area. Um, something will pop up and ask them to sign up to the email list. And the second pop-up is the bottom of the page. Um, pop-up so when someone reaches the very bottom of any page on the blog um, a pop-up will show up and ask them to uh, sign up for the email list Um, I like these two pop-ups because they're um, not invasive they don't interrupt people when they are on the site and uh, they're not invasive as well because um, they show up when someone's leaving so they're done with the website or if they're reading an article it shows up at the end when they're done with the article and this gives them an opportunity to reevaluate um, quickly if they want to visit the site again because if they join the email list they're gonna have to come again so yeah the problems with pop-ups. So I use MailChimp's pop-ups on the Open Podcast website and they don't always show up. Um, I have a plugin which lets me watch people on the website and how they interact with everything and sometimes um, the pop-up They'll hit the bottom of the page, and the pop-up won't show up. Um, yeah, that that's messed up. So there's nothing I can do about this, except maybe build my own pop-up and use it, which I have done on the podcast website, um, actually. So, yeah, um, there it loses me subscribers. Um, and also sometimes... Um, no, never mind. Um, the next problem I have is that people might have JavaScript blocked. So, um, this prevents them from the pop-ups from showing up. This actually might be why, um, sometimes the MailChimp pop-ups don't show up, actually. Um, and then, um, pop-ups might not be accessible because there's a change in the environment. So a screen reader might not be able to 
um, show the screen reader user the pop-up and that loses me an opportunity to get those subscribers right so that sucks okay um, next thing I have is a subscription tab so on the header no on the nav bar it's like home forum podcasting book subscribe and um, when someone clicks the subscribe tab it's an embedded form um, this doesn't disappear on me or not show up um, it's always there it's reliable um, it's not invasive because the person has to voluntarily click on the tab to sign up so they know what to expect um, the problem is that um, it blends in with the other content it's a very small section in terms of how you get there right so um, and then people maybe might avoid this tab because they don't want to subscribe so yeah um, I can't like convince them to click on the subscribe tab they have to do it themselves um, okay so my third method is um, when I'm doing markdown markdown like when I have to use a markdown editor I I link to the form at the very bottom of the page um, so I'll have my article or whatever my blog post and then um, after the conclusion I'll have two dashes then on the next line I say if you enjoyed this post sign up for the um, open podcast email list and it is a link to a form for the newsletter right so I do this on reddit I do this on indie hackers um, it gives me a chance to engage with readers right because I'm directly seeing them not directly actually I don't have a lot of access um yeah um it's it's good it um one benefit is that I get to have I get to put my my writing in front of a bunch of people through platforms that aren't mine and I could capture those emails so yeah um the problems not my platform I would not if it was my choice I wouldn't have the markdown um, link because it's small it's it blends in with the other text um, the benefits of the pop-ups is that they're in your face right um, because it blends in people might not always see the link so yeah that sucks okay now link to the form this is like a landing page that I created to get people to sign up and so this is the link I'm always sending out when I have to send a link to people 
um, it's where most people sign up. Um, the um, it's the, I link it at the bottom um, of places. Um, it can be posted anywhere, so that's great. Um, problems is I can't see where the signups are coming from or where the link was posted. So I don't know if someone read my Indie Hackers post and they decided to sign up or it, the sign up came from Reddit because it's not my platform. Um, I don't have that type of access. The only analytics um, given are my platform to theirs. So if I link it at the bottom of a I link it at the bottom of a blog post and someone clicks on it, I can see that. And then if they sign up, that's how I know someone used the form. That's about it. I can't see how many people click on the form when it's on Indie Hackers or Reddit. So that sucks, right? Um, although this isn't invasive because it's optional to click on the form. So yeah. Um, yeah. So another method is I use the landing page and I put it in the podcast show notes. You may have seen it. Um, yeah, that's, um, it's a link to the form because it's the landing page. I figured if anyone is interested in listening to this podcast, they might have an interest in joining an open podcast. Um, so I put it in the show notes. Um, the having it in the show notes give me gives me several chances to convince someone to sign up or catch their attention because with every new episode um, it's a chance for someone to sign up for the email list the problem is that I use these show notes for SEO and I have a sea of links and so um, a potential subscriber would have to navigate the sea of links and happen to see the email list form and then click on it. So that might be hard to do. People might not even read the show notes at all. So yeah, they won't see the form then. Um, and this is not invasive because it's optional, just like the subscribe tab. Um, it's not in your face. You have to click on it, right? Okay, so mid-article link. Um, in the intro, right after the intro paragraph, I put a little blurb. Um, and Shaw, shout out to Shaw, he showed me this tactic, I guess, or this method, it's not a tactic, um, of putting like a little blurb about having people sign up for the email list um, right after the intro paragraph. So I think it says something like, did you know you could get more content like this if you sign up for the email list? And it's a link to the landing page um, I'm not sure how effective this is. I haven't really seen anyone click on it. 
someone may have clicked on it. I think it would be better to embed a form, maybe make it a little more um, in your face. I, uh, yeah. Um, this isn't invasive because people can scroll right past it. Um, people might not click on it because they're reading or they sign up and don't continue reading. And the entire point is for them to be reading the content, right? Okay. So the next method is I use Zapier. So people purchase the book, people purchase the workflow document. Both are linked in the show notes. Um, once they sign up, or no, once they download each one, they get an email that sends them a link asking them if they want to join the newsletter list. And why I do this is because I want to keep them in the loop for um, the next purchasable content that I create. So if I create another book or I create another type of workflow document, um, I want them to know about it right away. So, um, yeah, um, this is slightly effective. I've seen maybe three to five people join the email list um, after per or downloading the content. So, yeah, this is a, a little invasive because it it's unexpected, right? I don't say, hey, once you downloaded this, you'll be getting this email, even though I probably should. Um, anyways, and um, the next problem is also related because it's unexpected. Um, people might miss it, so they have a desire to sign up, but they don't because they don't see the email or they have a ton of emails that are unread, and this is just another one. So, yeah, okay. The next thing I do is I offer a lead magnet. And this is the last one, actually. So my lead magnet, it didn't take a lot of work for me. I have always been creating videos for people um, related to podcasting. And I took all the videos and I created a private YouTube playlist. And I don't even remember where, but I offer this um, playlist, this private playlist. Um, somewhere to some people that I was like, get this private playlist if you join the email list. So that's somewhere. And the reason why I created this is because I, if they want podcasting content, I give it to them. And then I give them more podcasting content through the community. Correct? Yes, that's what I do. Yeah, the lead magnet is similar to content that they would get in the email list. Um, this isn't invasive because it's voluntary. The problems with this method is that people might subscribe, and once they get the email, or yeah, the, the, the lead magnet, I guess, not the email, they will unsubscribe, right? And then another problem with the 
lead magnet or lead magnets just in general is that you have to create a product, right? Um, people, it's just something extra that you have to do. So you have to keep creating the email list content, and then you have to create this lead magnet to convince people to join the email list. So the next email list I have to create, I have to think of something else to like another lead magnet to create, to capture emails. So yeah, it's a little extra work that, I don't know. Okay. Um, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Bye.